0: Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Vidala, and we're going to talk about music theory, lyric writing, creative productivity, inspiration, and more. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, friend. Welcome to yet another episode of the Songwriter Theory Podcast. As always, I am your host, Joseph Vidala, and today... We are going to talk about seven reasons that you aren't being creative. So, I think we all go through seasons in life when we aren't as creative as maybe we used to be or our creativity is sort of in a lull and you sort of think to yourself, "Man, it's been it's been like 6 months and I haven't finished a song." Or, you know, you just realize life has gotten in the way more than you thought, right? Like, it's amazing how, um, you know, even if the day-to-day just feels like a slog, six months can go by. And you you realize, "I, I didn't do anything in those six months, right? I mean, you might have done things. Of course you did. But nothing productive, right? Like, oh, you made it through three shows and you, you know, you made sure to go to the soccer games that you play and, you know, you went to work every day and, you know, you spent time with your significant other. And, and not that those things are bad by any means, but, um, you know, if if you have other goals in life, like writing songs, it's amazing how... The default state is not being productive, right? The default state is to not write for years, right? The default state is the myriads of people that all say they're going to write a book someday, and 10 years from now, they're still talking about how they're going to write a book someday, and 10 years from then, they're going to be talking about how they're going to write a book someday, and it just never happens, right? Because a lot of people talk about it and want to do these things, but they don't really want to do it enough to sit down and actually do it and we find ourselves in these situations too where sometimes we just accidentally get into a place where we're not being creative we're not actually doing our craft you might be you know maybe as as i'm talking about this you think to yourself man now that you mention it I've listened to four or five weeks, 10 weeks, 20 weeks, maybe even, of your podcast, and I haven't actually written anything. I'm still just listening. I'm consuming your podcast, this podcast, the Songwriter Theory podcast, but not actually writing, which defeats the purpose, right? Like, why are you listening if you're not going to go utilize... The tips, tricks, and things I teach you, right? What's the point? Entertainment value? I'm sure there are much more entertaining uh, things out there, right? Like the point of this podcast, you know, I, I, I certainly hope I keep you interested for sure, but the primary motivation of this podcast is to learn, right? This is an educational podcast at the end of the day, not a... Um, personality driven one per se. In fact, this is not even the most personality driven thing I do. I've mentioned before the Mount Rushmore of everything YouTube channel that me and my friend Carlo do. That is much more personality driven and entertainment driven than this. So, if you are listening to this just for entertainment, like that's not that's not what we're here for. You are here to learn to write songs better, so you can do that. Um, And if you're waiting for you to feel like you've learned enough from this podcast, that's never going to happen. Because I'm going to keep cranking out one podcast every week and you're going to say, oh, that's one more thing I hadn't quite thought of before. I guess I shouldn't write a song because I'm not ready yet, which is a bunch of garbage. Go write a song right now. Um, So anyway, we're going to go through seven different Things that prevent you from being creative. I love how I paused for a really long time like I was going to come up with this great word and then just said things. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's okay to make fun of me. It's fine. I'm making fun of myself. So if you are rolling your eyes right now or shaking your head like, wow, what an idiot. That's fine. I'm okay with it. I'm not offended by it. Number one. The first reason that you are not being creative. Distractions. Our world is full of distractions, right? And distractions come in all kinds of forms, right? It's the newest... You know, there's more TV episodes and... Or I shouldn't say TV anymore. More show episodes. More seasons of shows and movies coming out on streaming services every day than you could ever hope to watch in your lifetime, right? There, Like right now, I don't know exactly what the Netflix catalog is, but I would bet a lot of money that if you spent every second of the rest of your life consuming content, you still would not be able to consume everything just on Netflix. We're not even talking about Hulu and Disney Plus and now the Apple Plus or whichever one it is, and you know all, all the other ones coming out and CBS all access, all that stuff, right? And then even even like YouTube, right? there are a plethora of YouTube channels, even helpful educational YouTube ch- channels, right? Like I have lost many, many hours. Uh, you know, I, I have a bunch of interests, and one of them is personal finance. I'm fascinated by personal finance. I love personal finance stuff. I, at work, will happily talk for hours about personal finance if anyone will let me. Um, Obviously, I'm passionate about songwriting, too. But, unfortunately, with that, um, there's more random people in the world interested in in personal finance than songwriting. There aren't too many other uh, software developers I've met that are interested in talking to me about... um, um, Sorry, about songwriting unfortunately because otherwise I talk about that all the time too but um but anyway so I've lost tons of hours and you know don't get me wrong a lot of the stuff I've learned is great but some of it ends up becoming repetitive like I already know all this stuff I just love rehearing it right and and that stuff is good right there's nothing wrong with spending some time on youtube and reading books and all that kind of stuff um you know reading articles online right i have a blog um if you somehow don't know that every every week uh that a podcast comes out a blog post also comes out at songwritertheory.com um about the same subject and you know the podcast and blog are similar usually but sometimes each one has a little bit different flavor so for the record i do recommend um Reading the blog and listening to the podcast will so really help. Um, I think it will really help most weeks. Some weeks it might be basically the same thing, but um, so th- it doesn't make it a, a bad thing, right? Because even in this this podcast, this podcast can be a distraction, right? And I'm not telling you stop listening to my podcast, right? I'm I'm just telling you like if you're listening to this podcast and 50 other songwriting podcasts and not actually songwriting, that defeats the purpose, right? I can listen if if I listen to every single personal finance YouTube channel and podcast out there, every online business podcast out there. Um, and don't actually do the things I'm being taught. It's it's worthless, right? Like, that's not the point. And this world is so full of distractions, right? We're at the point that lots of us struggle to even watch a TV show, which is built to be distracting. And we end up getting sucked into our phones because we are not stimulated enough. Probably the only reason that you can listen to this podcast and listen to me right now without also looking at your phone or watching a TV show at the same time or something else is probably because you're stuck in the car or at work, right? And You don't have much of another option, right? We live in this world where we're like, oh, I have my laptop out, my computer out, and I'm watching a TV show all at the same time. So we have so much noise around us. And the issue is, That if you're just constantly consuming and listening to the noise, you're never going to have a still enough heart and soul and mind to hear the muse. The muse usually doesn't talk that loudly. right? Inspiration, when it comes doesn't tend to hit you over the head when you're heavily distracted. I mean, it might, right? If you're watching a TV show and something in there inspires you. Yeah, sure. Um, but, you know, creativity comes when you silence the distractions. So turn off the electronics. Put your phone upstairs. Even, Even kids, if you have kids or significant other, friends, those are all good things, right? I would never tell you not to spend amazing quality time with your kids, significant other. Super important. Even the most important, right? Of all the priorities in life, that should be in your top five, for sure. And it certainly should be above songwriting. But, even those things can be a uh, Distraction Again, and those are good things, right? Those are very good things. But, you know, if you haven't been creative, maybe it's because, you know, maybe you're going to bed at the same time as your wife and kids. And you go to sleep at the same time. And then when you wake up, you don't wake up before them, right? So every second you're at home, there are, you know, kids buzzing around and your wife's asking you to do things. Your husband's asking you to do things. Um in that case, right when is when is your time to be in silence and be creative? like most of my songwriting happens at night. My wife's gone to bed because she has to be at work earlier than I do, so she in theory goes to bed at like ten in reality, it's more like eleven, eleven thirty, and I go to bed at more like twelve thirty, right, or even right now. I think she went upstairs, started getting ready for bed. It's 10:14 at night when I'm recording this, and I am in my basement recording this podcast in the dark. The only light in this room in this basement is my computer screens, my three computer screens, and one of them has my notes, and the other stuff has the recording software, which I am using to record this podcast, right? There's no distraction you know what? After this podcast, I might do some songwriting because there's nothing to distract me. Nothing's going on in the world. It's late at night. There aren't going to be people running around outside, which I live in a relatively quiet, quiet neighborhood. So that's not usually a problem, but like, it's almost like even in daytime, right? There's just so much going on in the world. It almost feels distracting by nature. So carve out some time late at night, early in the morning, to be distraction-free. Maybe even lunch break. If you have a lunch break at work, go out to the car, be alone there, do some songwriting there. Because that first and probably biggest thing that prohibits our creativity is distractions. Because distractions are endless, and you have to decide to put these distractions aside. Not completely, but for a time. Right? Half an hour a night, 15 minutes a night, two hours once a week. I don't care. But put those distractions away. Number two, overthinking and self doubt. So I mentioned this before the idea that you might, this might be the 20th podcast in a row you've listened to. And if you're tracking with me, that means 20 weeks. Um, Maybe you just discovered this podcast a few days ago and you're binging them, right? So you've listened to 20 in the past two days, in which case, you know, nothing to feel bad about for that. But if you've been listening to this podcast for 20 weeks and haven't even worked on a song, you're kind of missing the point, right? And maybe it's because you keep being consumed with self-doubt because every podcast you're like, oh, that's something else I didn't know. That's something else that, uh, you know, I, I... if I had written a song before I listened to that podcast, I would have done that wrong or I wouldn't have done that as well as I will now. And you can be like that forever, though. You got to learn on the fly because even this podcast, right? If you're a newer listener or or you are an old listener and just, you know, it's been so long, you don't remember. I bet if you go back and listen to the first podcast that I ever did, there's probably going to be more pauses and my pauses will probably be more awkward Right now. Now, when I pause, I'm comfortable with it. Right. Like right there, I was very comfortable with giving you a space to think. My mind isn't reaching for words desperately like must fill the silence, which I know it was in my first podcast. Right. I am absolutely a better podcaster today than I was a year and a half ago. Um, which is before I even started this podcast, I had done another podcast, um, like nine episodes worth. Um, but for the most part, this is, you know, my first real podcast, uh, that I got significantly into In which with each one, I feel more confident I, and I get better and I learn things right from experience. And at the end of the day, experience is what you need and songwriting is no different. No, your first song is not going to be perfect. That's okay. Just do it. Like, have you ever heard that quote? I forget who it's by, but it's something like, if you believe you can or believe you can't, you're right. Right? It's the idea that if you believe you can't do something, then that's, you can't. If you believe you can, you can. The idea is that, you know, you're self-defeating. Right? If you believe you can't do something, you're not going to be able to do it because you don't believe you can do it. (coughs) Excuse me so it's important to just start don't overthink it right don't think to yourself if if you've consumed i think this is podcast 71 now if you've consumed all of them right don't think like oh i need to remember everything that joseph ever taught me you don't you don't you might even disagree with some of my opinions on things right some of what i teach you is just fact right like music theory a sus chord is what a sus chord is whether you like it or not That's just a fact, right? A C major chord being the one chord of the key C major is a fact, whether you like it or not. So I teach you facts, but I also, um, you know, utilize my experience to teach you things that are ultimately an opinion, right? Like, it is my opinion that... Uh, especially newer songwriters, but lots of songwriters uh, sacrifice a good lyric just by forcing a rhyme. So I'm, I wouldn't say anti-rhyming, but I'm very cautious about rhyming. And I think that rhyming very rarely adds to a song because no, if you think about it right now, right, your favorite song, does it rhyme? Yes or no? You probably didn't know the answer to that question. And it's your favorite song. Rhyming doesn't matter. But that's my opinion, right? You might disagree with that. And I had a whole podcast about that. You might disagree with that. That's fine. So you don't need to remember everything that's ever been taught to you when you write one song, right? With each song, you can just concentrate on one thing you learned. Like for your first song, just make sure you're utilizing the music theory concept correctly. Like, okay, now I understand keys. I'm going to pick a key. C major maybe. Keep it easy first time around. And I'm going to, now I know the notes I have to use, right? Just start there. Basic, right? So don't overthink it. Don't be consumed with self-doubt. It's okay to suck at first. I think like my first or third podcast was about don't be afraid to suck. It was called something slightly different, but that sort of idea, right? You're only going to get better. By doing it. So just do it. Don't think about doing it. Just do it. Don't overthink. Don't be consumed with self-doubt. That's number two. Number three. Super connected. Two sides of the same coin in a sense. Perfectionism. The reality is the first draft of your song won't be perfect. Probably won't even be good. And you can't be too paralyzed by too high expectations to even start, right? Like if you think, oh, the first, I'm looking at a blank screen, or maybe, you know, to avoid distractions, you're writing on paper. You think the first line that I write on this piece of paper has to be gold. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Just write. You have to trust the process. Your song can become good. You can use the iterative lyric writing process that I, I've laid out before that I've mentioned several times. I think podcast 30 is the one that I talked about it uh, or a whole podcast on it. Um, you can make it good over time. You can throw that verse out, right? You can write 10 different versions of the first verse until you find one that's decent and then iteratively make that better, right? Like, like stop putting all this unnecessary pressure on yourself perfectionism is not going to help you especially when you're starting out but it's just it's just i'm a perfectionist at heart too and i'm telling you this perfectionism just doesn't help you it in some sense it does right like it, it, it having high standards is good right like for the most part i will never release a song that i'm not proud of the lyric and one of my tests is if it's not a lyric that I don't think is worthy of being framed and put on a wall, it's not a good lyric. So I probably won't release it. Now, that's not true for everything, but and and some of my older songs don't quite um might not quite fit that rule anymore. There are some lyrics I'd like to go back and change, but for the most part, that's sort of how I think through things. So I'm a perfectionist at heart, and I'm still telling you it's not gonna be perfect. Just start. Just do it. Your process won't be clean and perfect. Some parts will take too long to write. Sometimes you write a song in a totally different way, in a totally different order than before. So don't get all bent out of shape about like, oh, I need to write the, you know, melody first. You don't. There's a million different ways to start a song. And I have a free guide that tells you 10 of them, right? songwritertheory.com slash free guide link in the description teaches you 10 different ways to start a song 10 different angles to write a song from really so number three is perfectionism getting in the way of your creativity number four is keeping your creative brain shut off you have to always have your creative brain on and ready to be inspired. Now this is a weird one. Um because it's hard to describe. But you want to always be in a state where your brain is ready to absorb a creative thought. Right. Uh, you, You want your brain to be in a place when somebody from across the office says a sentence that kind of blows your mind and you're like, oh, that's a really interesting concept. You want to instantly think song, write it down. Right. When you are consuming content, when you are watching a TV show like. If you've been listening recently, like I mentioned, The View from Halfway Down with BoJack Horseman. Like I literally paused the episode and wrote down the song idea, right? Because my creative brain was turned on. It was, it, was, it was waiting to be inspired. It was looking for inspiration. And that's just really important to like always be in a state where you're re- ready to gather your ideas. Your mind is open, to inspiration, so it's very important to keep that creative brain turned on, not off. Don't shut it off, right? Don't be like, "Oh well, during the day, I'm just uh, you know whatever your career is. I'm a construction worker. I'm a nurse. I'm a teacher, engineer, whatever it is that you do. Doesn't matter." You can always have that creative brain turned on. Always be thinking about songs that you could write. Always be thinking about, you know, oh, that's an interesting symbol. You know, like I was on the subway and I saw a little poster, right? I saw a little poster on the subway. You know how, like, the subway trains have, like, posters inside them often? And, you know, there's, there's just something about... Uh, a sadness in the model's eyes that i saw that made me think of what you know what i mean like just just be ready to absorb all kinds of inspiration right maybe the the i don't know why i'm going for subways but maybe the the wheels squeak in a certain way as you take a turn on the subway and it d- inspires you to like I, I don't know some symbol or some song concept inspiration is freaking everywhere just you got to practice having your mind turned on to it. That way you don't have to, after a long day of just doing math stuff, right? Or for me, like a long day of writing code, just turn on the creative brain. Like that can be hard, right? Because if you've had it off all day, if I wasn't ready to absorb ideas all day, it can be hard to make that mental shift. So just always have that creative brain on. Now that's not saying you can't concentrate on other things you're doing. Right, I'm not saying like, you know, songwrite while you're at work. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that it's good to practice having that mind open, so that if inspiration does strike, you capture it rather than not even noticing it. Right, inspiration passes you by, and you didn't notice it because you were too busy, not having your creative brain turned on. Number five. Waiting. You aren't actively seeking creativity. You're waiting for it to force its way into your life. You're waiting for the muse to knock down your front door and say, idiot, it's time to write. That's never going to happen. It's not going to happen. Right? There's two types of people. People who want to do things, dreamers, right? They never make real goals. They just want to do things, right? Like, I want to be a billionaire who writes, you know, movies that win. Emmys or or whatever and and or golden whatever, whatever the awards are who cares and I want to be the greatest songwriter ever and I want this and I want to write three novels meanwhile they're 35 years old and haven't even written a short story yet they haven't even written their first chapter they have never written a screenplay they've never even touched a camera much less directed a movie right that doesn't make you special your dreams doesn't make you special Sorry to tell you that. If that's news to you, I'm really sorry that I have to be the one to tell you that. Everybody has dreams, right? I can dream whatever I want. Who gives a rip? You don't care what my dream is, right? I'm not even going to tell you what my different dreams are. Because you don't care. What you might care about is the things I'm actually doing, And to be honest, in a way, that's all I care about. I have dreams and goals to work towards, right? Because to me, goals are like dreams that you sort of broke down and figured out an actual path to get there. Dreams are just dreams, right? They're nothing. They're just they're just something you'd like. They're waiting. Dreams are just waiting. You waiting for something magical to happen and your dreams to come true. Well, screw that. Go get it. Go write. Don't wait for somebody else to force you to write or to just be so inspired out of nowhere that you just write like a whole album's worth of great songs in a night. Don't do that. Write. Work for it. Because the reality is... That for the most part, there are times that a muse will smack you over the head and it will come out of nowhere. Sure. But for the most part, you got to earn it. You can't just go through your merry life saying, Well, I'll songwrite when the muse rudely dis- disrupts me watching the newest season of You on Netflix and, and tells me to start writing hits me with inspiration no no are you a songwriter or are you a song Eh, i dabble Er, i don't know (laughs) you get my point though right like what are you are you a songwriter or not because if you're a songwriter you don't just wait for the muse that's not how this works so stop waiting Everybody's waiting for magic to happen. Everybody's just waiting for success to hit them over the head, even though they're not working to earn it. Stop it. Stop it. That's ridiculous. Stop waiting. Start writing. I've taught you enough in these podcasts. You can start writing right now. Unless you're driving. Please don't do that. Number six, hubris, pride, Thinking you can somehow be totally original. Good luck. There is nothing new under the sun. And if you think that you are totally original, you are arrogant and wrong, which is a horrible combination. If you're going to be arrogant, at least be right. You know what I'm saying? Like if Bill Gates is arrogant, you know what? I'll give him that. I still believe it's wrong to be arrogant. And I'm not saying Bill Gates is arrogant, by the way. I'm just saying. But that guy has the right to be, right? Steve Jobs had the right to be in a sense. Again, um morally it is wrong still if if these people are, but it at least makes sense, right? Like if they think they're one of the more brilliant businessmen on the planet, oh uh, well, you know, there's a lot of evidence that that is true. But if you think you can be totally original, that's no. No. That, that doesn't exist. Creativity by nature is taking all the things that have come before and you finding your flavor – of it, You taking a combination of all the things you like and sort of making your own. That's what true, if you want to call it, that originality is, right? Originality is originally you. It's a it's a unique combination of all the things that have come before it, right? It's like how rock came from blues, right? And blues came from something else. And so, it, like, everything can be traced back. Nothing is new, Your chord progression has been done before. I don't care what it is, your chord progression. It's been done before. That's not to say your exact song was done before, right? Just like once I had somebody, I was on this um, uh, forum, basically, uh, with other songwriters. And this guy said, which this really ticked me off. He basically complimented the song like, oh, wow, it's really good. The melody's great, blah, 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 because I posted one of my songs. He's like, but it somehow sounds familiar. And the way he said, but it made it imply like this implication, like, oh, it sounds like something I may have heard before. So maybe it's not if there's one hit I have against it, it might be slightly less original or something. He didn't say that. But to me, that was the implication, which is a load of crap. The reason that it might have sounded that way is because it sounds good. It sounds familiar because sometimes, because at the end of the day, it all sounds familiar, right? Like, and I mean, maybe not all, but most music, if you've heard tons of artists before, you can compare any artist to plenty of other artists, right? That's just the nature of the thing. So stop... In your hubris, believing that you can be totally original. You and no one else can be totally original. Nobody. Nobody can be totally original. It's just not going to happen. Stop worrying about it. It's just not something worth worrying about. Like, yes, you got to make sure you're not copying other people. But for the most part, just be you. Find your sound and do that. Don't worry about if it sounds a little bit too much like Ariana Grande or Five for Fighting or Goo Goo Dolls. Like, don't worry about that. Right. Just just do you. If you happens to be very similar to Ariana Grande or, God forbid, Taylor Swift. uh, No offense if it is similar to Taylor Swift. I just anyway, um, you know, like just own it. That's fine. Don't worry about it. Be you. Be true to you. Number seven. Final one. Not loving the process. At the end of the day, I've thought a lot about this. It's interesting to look at those who are successful versus the the myriad of people who are not and what separates them. There are a bunch of factors. And and again, to clarify, when I say success here, I'm not talking about commercial success. I'm not talking about you being on the pop charts or anything like that, because I don't give a rip about that. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I would, I would love to have my song on the radio and everybody know it and, you know, people know, you know, who I am as a songwriter. Like, yes, of course. That's the dream, right? Um, so I'm, I'm not... I'm not saying it's, I'm anti that. I'm just saying that, like, to me, how we're defining success in this case is you writing a lot of songs that you can be really proud of. Um, the main difference, I think, between success and failure, or one of the main ones, is loving the process, right? Because it's going to get hard. Songwriting's going to get hard. It's not always going to be easy to find the time to make the time to do it. It's not always going to be easy to finish a song, right? Sometimes you just get stuck on the second verse and it's not going to be fun to write 30 different versions of the second verse before you find one that you like, that's good enough, that the lyrics do the rest of the song justice, right? Like it's not always going to be fun. Nothing worth doing is always going to be fun. Let me be honest with you. I've recorded like th- four or five podcasts in the past couple of days. And part of that is because I have just been really feeling it lately. Like I I just, I've been excited about these podcasts. I've been, I've been in the mood to talk to you, to talk to you through this podcast. Um, but it hasn't always been that way. There have been weeks where it's late Sunday night and I'm recording the podcast for that Monday morning And I'm thinking, man, I got to get this energy up to be able to do this podcast. You know, I might not be confident in the podcast. And, you know, sometimes it's a struggle, right? Sometimes I can crank out blog posts in 20 minutes and they're pretty good, right? I write it and then I go back through, edit it, done. 20, 30 minutes. Sometimes it's two hours, three hours spread across Two weeks where I just can't, I don't know, I just don't like how it sounds. Or I don't like anything worth doing is going to be a struggle sometimes. Songwriting is a struggle sometimes. This podcast and blog is a struggle sometimes. That doesn't mean I don't love doing it. I love doing this. I hope you can tell that by listening to the podcast overall. Like, I truly love doing this. But it's not always going to be fun. But you know what gets me through the not fun times is the fact that I love the process. I love the process. I love talking about songwriting. I love the idea that at any given day, somebody who's like, oh, you know, I want to pick up a new hobby. Or, you know, I play guitar a little bit and I can kind of sing. I'd like to learn to songwrite. Somebody like that can listen to my podcast and that inspire them to write songs that affect someone else's life, right? Somebody might have found this podcast, might be you, right? You found this podcast today. And in the next 2 years, you're going to write a song or 5 songs or 10 songs that you will play for other people. And there will be one person, 20 people, 5 million people that hear your song or songs. And are positively impacted by the fact that they heard it. I love that possibility. Love it. It keeps me going, right? If I, even if I, even if my songs never um, reach an audience of more than, you know, 10,000 people, 1,000 people. But one of you, it does. Or even it doesn't, right? Even if you just play it for your wife for your husband, for your mother, for your father, like somebody close to you and it impacts them, that's enough, right? Like just being a small part in your songwriting journey, I love that. And I love getting better and better at podcasting every time. Like I love that now I am at the point I can turn the mic on and be comfortable talking for 45 minutes, an hour, long time, right? Most my, most of the podcasts, right? Are like 20 to 30 minutes, but you know, this one's, I think reaching 40 right about now. And I, I can just talk. It feels natural. It feels like I'm really talking to you and I'm staring at a computer screen right now. I don't see you. Right. But I, but I feel like I do. And it's, it becomes more and more natural to me. And I love the process. I love the process of figuring out, you know, how to, how to, do something new with my songwriting how to you know the overcoming the challenge of that second verse right that second verse lyric that just doesn't quite work or the song recently that i finally finished up called flightless it took so long it has two bridges it has every chorus has different lyrics it has three verses it has two different bridges and it has a finale i mean there's so many lyrics in this song for a non-rap song, because rap songs, admittedly, always have to have a ton of lyrics, and I don't do rap. But but for me, this song has a ton of lyrics, and I have such a high standard for lyrics. It took so long to finally finish that up. But now I can play through that song and be so proud and love it. It says exactly what I want it to say. It has the message I want it to have. It has the images I want it to have. And I love it. At the end of the day, that result makes all the time poured into it worth it. Or even, I've mentioned before, the Mount Rushmore of Everything videos that I'm doing with Carlo. I love doing those things. Talking about what would be on the Mount Rushmore of blank, right? Mount Rushmore of music composers. The Mount Rushmore of world empires is one we've done. The Mount Rushmore of sitcoms is one we, we've done. Mount Rushmore of Marvel heroes, right? Like Mount Rushmore of Star Wars characters we've done. I love it. I love sitting down and nerding out and talking with him about this, trying to figure out what would be on the Mount Rushmore of this thing of NBA players, right? I love it. I love the process. And you know what? Especially at first, you know, we're as, as of me recording this podcast, we're like nine videos in or eight. The first couple doing the editing was a giant pain and I realized mistakes along the way, right? Like we tried the whole multi-cam thing, stupid idea. Because I end up – one of the cameras was garbage and some of them died in the middle of recording. So I'm looking at a camera that wasn't even on for some parts of the videos. So I learned the lesson. It's not worth it because we put pictures in there to break up the – like in editing, we put pictures in there to keep it interesting beyond just two people talking for 15 to 20 minutes, right? Because that doesn't hold people's attention in today's day and age in a video. Um. But I learned that along the way, right? So now we know. One camera. One, pick your best camera. Do that one camera. And then when you look at the camera, you know that is the one and only camera. So you don't look at the wrong camera. None of that crap, right? I love the process. Me loving the process is what makes me not upset that, you know, when we release a video now, it, you know, it might get. 5, 10, 15 views in the first day. That's it. Right? The fact that I loved the process makes it so that when I release the first, second, third, 20th podcast of this podcast, I don't think I hit a thousand downloads in a month until, and I've been doing this for like a year and two months now, um, I got my first 1,000 download month, I think, I don't know, six months in. And this month, when I'm recording this, I'm recording this in February. We're on track for the first 3,000 download month, which is super exciting. It's awesome. I love it. It's cool knowing like there are a bunch of you listening now. Uh, Allegedly an audience of almost 1,400. Um, And that's awesome. Right, It's even more motivating that I'm not just helping one. um, It's 1,400 that are listening, um, which is even more motivating. But the fact that I love the process is what made me just as happy to do a podcast at episode three as I am today at episode 71 or 72, whatever this is. So you got to love the process. Don't think about songwriting. Just do it. Love the process. And even for whatever you do, right? Maybe you stumbled upon this podcast and you're not even a songwriter. I don't care what it is you do. Or maybe you're like me and there's you have several interests, right? Songwriting is my main thing. You know, if, if I could only choose to be known as one specific thing when I die songwriter would be my choice that would be my thing overall i consider myself a creator with songwriting being my favorite thing to create um but songwriting is is my main love but you know obviously with the mount rushmore videos with this podcast i have other interests as well um, and some other things I don't talk about as much on this podcast just because, well, this podcast is about songwriting. So I don't want to talk about that, you know everything I do in my life. That's not what you guys are here for. Um, so whatever it is you do, right, you got to love the process. If you don't love the process, you're not going to be able to make it through the times when it's not fun, when it's not convenient. And it's not always going to be fun. Right. You got to love the process. That's the difference between those who will make it, those who make it to podcast 100, and those who give up after 10 podcasts because they think, ugh, nobody's listening. Those who give up after writing two full albums because for some reason you expected, you know, the world to come knocking at your door, offering you record deals and millions of dollars and buying your album and your merch and all that just because you, you know... You blessed the world with your music, right? Which, by the way, if those that's your expectation, please temper those. Um, I was very devastated by the harsh realization in college after I released the album that me and my band were working on for like a year and a half that it's all about you, you got to promote it, right? Like people are not going to come looking for your music. That's just not how it works, but... That is that is a subject for another time perhaps although I don't usually talk about that side. I mostly talk about the art of the songwriting not the business partially because I'm not that qualified to talk about the business but I have song written songs for a long time so I do understand that part much better. Um so Seven reasons you aren't being creative. One, distractions. Two, overthinking and self-doubt. Three, perfectionism. The other side of the overthinking slash self-doubt coin. Number four, keeping your creative brain shut off during the day or during times when you aren't actively songwriting. Not being open to creativity all the time. Number five, waiting. Waiting to feel like you have more knowledge waiting to feel like you're more ready waiting to feel like you have enough time waiting for the muse to smack you upside the head and say right number six hubris the idea that you think you must write something completely original and you keep getting frustrated because you don't write something completely original because it's impossible to be completely original there's nothing new under the sun Number seven, not loving the process. Love the process. If you are someone who, um, if you've ever gotten an email from me when I tell you about the new post that's out, I always say at the end, happy songwriting. Why do I say happy songwriting? Especially as somebody who doesn't value happiness per se. I think happiness is overrated. Joy is great. Happiness is just a fleeting emotion that is way overvalued in our society. Um but I say happy songwriting. Why is that? Cuz you got to love the process. You got to love doing it. It's not always going to be enjoyable. But even on the days where it doesn't go so well, when you don't make as much project progress as you would like, you gotta still love the process. So I hope this was helpful to you. If it was, and you're ready to buckle up and write a song today, because maybe, maybe I metaphorically slapped you across the face when I talked about maybe you've listened to 20 podcasts in a row now and still haven't written a song, um, and you want something to help you kickstart yourself into writing a song, pick up my free guide, 10 different ways to start writing a song right now. Um, It gives 10 awesome ways and then two bonus ways, I believe. Um, So really 12 um, ways to start writing a song. Even if you don't need help starting to write a song, it will help give you new perspectives and different ways to, um, jumpstart your creativity. So it certainly does more than just helping you start a song. So I highly recommend it. Totally free songwritertheorycom theory.com slash free guide link will be in the description as usual. Again, it is free. There's no reason not to get it. Go pick it up. I promise it will help you. I have heard nothing but positive reviews. Just go get it. It won't hurt. If you enjoy this podcast, go leave a review if you haven't yet, preferably on iTunes. Um, If you feel like you can give it five stars, please do. If you feel like you can't, I would prefer if you emailed me and told me how I can improve and earn five stars from you rather than tanking the ratings by giving me three stars or something. Uh, But do as you see fit, my friend. Um, Yeah is now 1051. This is a long podcast. That must mean this is like a 50, 50 minute podcast. So I'm sorry about that, but I hope that this was helpful to you and I will talk to you next week.